What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Welcome to Straits Talk, Straight Sports Talk Radio. I am Zach, your host, and I'm bringing to you this live. We're first going to start off tonight talking about the NBA playoffs. Who do you got? Big game six tonight. Kawhi Leonard taking on Giannis. Now, I'm not going to lie. I'm looking past this already. To me personally, I feel Toronto's got the series wrapped up. It's game, set, match. I don't see Milwaukee being able to beat them two games in a row. I'm sorry. Their heart's been taken. It's over. It's done. But I'll tell you this. What I'd like to see, and I'm very intrigued to see, Golden State versus Toronto. And a couple of reasons why for that. One... A lot of people forgot that Toronto swept the series this year against Golden State. And the first time Toronto beat Golden State, they played with no Kawhi. They went in there and they blew out Steph, KD, Clay, and Draymond. And Kawhi did not play not one single minute. So they're very capable of beating them without Kawhi Leonard. Now, in a game with Kawhi, that was an unbelievable shootout between him and Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant had 51 points in that game. There was no Steph, no Draymond, and no Paul Gasol also. And Paul Gasol is an interesting mix added to Toronto because he gives him the big man down low who can rebound. Not only that, can stretch the floor and shoot the three as well. But he's very, very slow. And what we've seen from this Warriors team lately without Kevin Durant is when Draymond grabs that rebound, he is pushing the pace and they're pushing it up court and they're flying. And then they're moving the ball around, doing what Golden State knows what they're known to do. Having that crisp ball movement, constant guys moving around, passing, flying up and down the court. And it's bombs away from the splash brothers. And if not, Durant, well, excuse me, Draymond is killing them down low. So it's going to be real interesting to see. But I tell you this: the way Kawhi Leonard is playing right now, and I know a lot of people out there probably are saying this: there's no way they can beat them. I don't care, Golden State. Back-to-back champions, three NBA titles. They got arguably the best shooting backcourt in history. But in my honest opinion, in my heart of hearts, Kawhi Leonard right now is performing on another level. And he's given that team a confidence that they haven't had in years. They haven't had that superstar player that can just elevate them throughout the entire game. And it's not about taking the last shot all the time, but who's going to be there to make the right basketball play when you need it. And that's what Kawhi does, whether it's a rebound, a defensive stop, a steal, a pass, finding the right guy open, or him taking a shot himself. He puts them in a position to win. And I'm going to be a little biased. 
Yes, I want to see Golden State fall. I want to see Golden State fall. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Because it's interesting to see. It's interesting to see the dragon get slayed. Now, I know I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys watch Game of Thrones out there. But when them dragons was getting shot down out the sky, y'all couldn't tell me I wasn't shook. Y'all were like, oh, wait a minute. Whoa, wait a minute. Game's changed now. Well, that's how I feel about Golden State. I want to see that dragon get slain. And I don't know about you if you got a decent memory. But for a half, when Kawhi was healthy in San Antonio, that man was giving them the business. Before Ja Ja cheap shot, undercut him and took his ankle out. And, you know, even though they won the game, San Antonio ended up winning the game. He didn't play for that second half. And they still won by 20. Telling you right now, that's a man on a mission with a lot to prove. But up next, we'll be going into the Mets. We'll be going to the new Wrestling Federation starting AEW. And I'll be back with more with Straight Talk Sports Talk Radio. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. I'm your host, Zach, and this is Straight Sports Talk Radio. Right now we're talking a little bit of baseball here and how the season's going. Surprisingly, the Yankees are still in first place with all the injuries they've had, and I'm absolutely disgusted because of it. Yes, I am not a Yankees fan. I can't stand the Yankees. I hate the Yankees, period, dot, the end. I'll watch them. I'll watch them, but I'm not rooting for the Yankees. Yeah, I'm a New Yorker. I'm a New Yorker. I'm a diehard Mets fan. So feel my pain. Feel my pain. Feel my anguish. Um, Being in the city, watching them have to win championship after championship and having a great season after great season, getting great players that evolve and, you know, come from their minor league system or sign guys and they pan out. And then we have the Mets, the New York Metropolitans, the Wilpons. It seems as his team is snake-bitten. You got Jacob DeGrom coming off a Cy Young season. ERA now at 3.680. Even though he pitched a great game the other day against Max Scherzer, one of the best in the biz, still we can't seem to find our stride pitching-wise. And DeGrom and Syndergaard, Syndergaard, I'm sorry, we're supposed to ride them into the sunset. We're supposed to be riding them right now and having a solid season. Which I could admit, third place isn't too bad in the National League East. We're only five and a half games out. But Atlanta's a game and a half behind Philly. We're 24 and 26. Two games under 500. Cespedes just had ankle surgery. He's not coming back. We sign Matt Kemp. <laughs> Matt Kemp, who was hitting 200 this season after knocking the cover off the ball last year for the Dodgers and getting released by the Cincinnati Reds. 
We also signed Irvin Santana, who just hasn't done a thing since he left Cleveland. So where do we go? What do we do? I mean, I'm boycotting sales when it comes to the Mets. I'm not going I'm not going to go to a game. Um the Will Ponds don't seem to do the right thing when it comes to free agency. And um I'm just done. I'm really done as a Mets fan. You know, we don't invest in the team properly. We don't sign good free agents. We get a couple of hearing this. I mean, Robinson Cano. Robinson Cano with that ridiculous contract. He's hurt again. He's not going to hit. He hasn't been hitting. It just goes on and on and on. And frankly, I'm ready to root for another team. But it ain't going to be the Yankees. It's not going to be the Yankees. No way. Um, but I, I'm not going to jump ship for you. I'm not going to jump ship yet. Um, hopefully we can get some offensive talent in here so we can score some runs. Because Steve Matz has been a bright spot in that pitching rotation. Steven Matz has been pitching quite well. And I'm very impressed with the young lefty. He's been keeping us in games. So, other than Syndergaard and going through his little rough patches and, you know, hopefully he can right the ship. DeGrom, could, he, he's here and there. But, you know, he's going to get on his roll sooner or later. And Steven Matz has been keeping us afloat, thankfully. So, we'll see where that goes. And how about the end back to the NBA? And I almost forgot to talk about this early in the opening of the show. But man, man, man. (laughs) Speaking of New York and being from New York, I am not a Knicks fan. I am a diehard Lakers fan. And I tell you, there's a lot going on out there in La La Land. A lot going on. Magic leaves. We got the number four pick. Jeannie Buss, Kurt Rambis and his wife taking over, Rob Palenka. What's going to go on? Is LeBron going to stay? Is he going to get traded? Is he going to recruit guys to come in and play? It's, it's a lot going on. But the New York Knicks with the number three pick. Now, they ain't get Zion. But let me tell you. They got a damn good shot at R.J. Barrett. And let me tell you, you guys are acting like you shot yourselves in the foot. This man carried Duke the majority of the season. He can shoot it. He can put it on the floor. He can rebound. He's a better shooter than Zion. And you guys are like, no. We want a Zion. Let me tell you something. If the Knicks don't draft R.J. Barrett, and I mean, if they don't, they're the stupidest franchise ever. There will not be in a resurrection of New York basketball. I'll tell you that right now. Katie ain't coming. Kyrie's not coming. If you guys don't pick that man. 
Well, I know I want the Lakers to pick at number four. I want Cam Reddish. That's who I want. I want Cam. He's big. He can shoot it. He can put it on the floor as well. He deferred. He deferred to Zion. He deferred to RJ. That boy can play. He's bad. I want him. I think it'll be the first time in history that the top four picks all came out of Duke. They all came out of the same school. That'd be kind of neat. But, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back. Um, Once we come back, we're going to take a short break. And we'll be back to talk about the A-E-W. I'm excited about it. Very excited about it. Because you know what? Competition is good. Competition is good. We're going to take a little break. We'll be right back in a moment. This is Zach, Straight Talk, Straight Talk Sports Talk Radio. Welcome back to Straight Sports Talk Radio. I'm your host, Zach, with the Mac laying down the smack. <laughs> yeah, I just thought of that, too. That's pretty crazy. Um, we're back talking about AEW, a little bodybuilding also. Um, AEW, wow. New competition for the WWE. And they got some money behind it. I mean, they got some money. They got the owner of the Jaguars, who's loaded. And finally, the WWE is going to have some competition. It's going to be very interesting. I mean, the WWE has been getting away with putting out a very mediocre product. And it's not mediocre for adults. No, no, I'm sorry. Let me, let me phrase that. It's not mediocre for the kids. It's mediocre for the wrestling fan who is now in that age of 25 and above. Who's no longer a kid. Who's no longer buying into the long, drawn-out storylines. Who's no longer buying into... These rivalries, unless they're solid matches and we're constantly being entertained. Now, as you get older, you know, the hero and the villain stuff just doesn't do it for you, do it for you anymore. And I think that's where a lot of guys who are the older wrestling fans who follow WWE who really love NXT because it's straight action in your face guys are just beating the crap out of each other and that's what we want to see at this stage in the game so I tell you what and I hope this goes this way let WWE cater to the kids let them give them Brock Lesnar let them give them Roman Reigns and they can stick with that And I hope AEW is that hard-hitting New Japan pro wrestling, NXT-style form of wrestling that us old folks, we want to see. I'm a geezer. I'm 42. I like some hard-hitting, beat him up, just beat the brakes off the boy, constant action going on. I want to see that. I want to see if Cody Rhodes and Chris Jericho and... Bucks and Omega can, you know, those guys behind it, Dustin Rhodes, can really bring in a good product. And I think they will. 
because you know what? Ever since the death of WCW, wrestling's been kind of getting away with just anything. WWE been getting away with anything. And I think for a lot of hardcore fans, this past pay-per-view Money in the Bank was the last straw. You ruined a great match. A great, a great Money in the Bank match was ruined by having Brock Lesnar come out and get the Money in the Bank contract. Um, you got guys in that match who deserve a push. Not only do they deserve a push, but people are tired of Brock Lesnar. People are tired of Brock Lesnar because he don't work. He want to see action. Put him to work. Get to work, Brock. You're going to have the title defended, bro. That's all we want to see. F5 some folks. You can walk out Monday nights for f- five minutes. Destroy everybody. F5 them. Just be on TV. You don't even work. Get to work. That's it. But enough for the AEW. We're going to talk some bodybuilding, which is a diehard passion of mine. Um, last week, we had the New York Pro where Juan Morrell took first place, Akeem Williams took second, and I was very proud of those gentlemen there, holding it down for New York. And up this weekend, we have the Puerto Rico Pro, where I feel John De La Rosa is probably going to take that. Um, coming off a fourth-place finish at New York Pro, he looked very good. Um Still need to dial in those hamstrings and glutes a little bit more, a little tighter from the back, but John's got it all. And if he can just tweak that, tweak his conditioning, he's going to do a lot of damage. Big, impressive arms, great shoulders, great legs. Just the conditioning factor was a little bit off for him. So hopefully he can bring that in and do some real damage. You got the men's physique down there, Andre Ferguson. Dude's just a monster, man. Guy's unbelievable. He comes in peeled every show practically. And when he's when he's on, he's practically unbeatable. We saw that at the Arnold. We've seen that in other shows this year. When Andre Ferguson brings it, game, set, match. So, you know. But this is my very first podcast. There will be more in the future. I'm going to be... Giving you more and more and more and more. Hopefully have some guests. You know, guys call in, do it live. But I am getting ready to ride out into the sunset, call it a day. And as the great Russell Simmons once said, thank you. God bless. Good night. This is Straight Sports Talk Radio. I'm your host, Zach with the Mac. It's laying down the smack, and I'll see you later.